Welcome to the Barrier Breakdown, Disrupting Mental Health Podcast, where we talk about the clinical and practical issues that face those working in the mental health industry. everyone and thank you for joining us for um, this week's episode of the barrier breakdown my name is Erin Molino Bailey I'm the chief operating officer at cognitive behavior institute and my co-host Dr. Kevin Caridad who is the CEO and owner at cognitive behavior institute today we are discussing how meditation each day can help fight off cancer and COVID-19 with Vijay Chandran uh, VJ is an assistant professor of pediatrics and neuroscience in the University of Florida College of Medicine. And let's start the conversation today, VJ, with if you could share with us a little bit about how you became interested in studying meditation. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, my interest is like, I mean, I would say like partially a personal interest. So, I was introduced to something called inner engineering like 10, 11 years back. Uh, my, my wife uh, introduced to me about this technique. Um, I was, you know, more into research at that time point, doing a lot of animal uh, research and disease oriented research. I was not much keen into trying and so, but she told like, I mean, uh, she gave me a uh, push that, okay, you try this, if it works, you keep it, if not, just move on. So that was the initial uh, take that she told, okay, just try it and see it's just 20 minutes day. So I, I tried that technique or, uh, uh, which is offered right now um, as inner engineering. I tried it and um, it worked well. It worked really great for me. Uh, you know, it, not only uh, my productivity increased, my health, my focus, and everything enhanced. Whatever uh, my output, I mean, it enhanced uh, dramatically, even with relationships, everything. So I thought, like, okay, there's something there. And um, then um, I turned into the scientific literature to look like what's really happening when you do this. And since being a scientist, uh, I wanted to know what exactly happens when you do it. And it was very sparse. I mean, the literature out there was not uh, like exactly telling what happening, but most of the research was done based on like, you know, survey-based research telling that you know, anxiety is reduced, stress is reduced based on those psychological scores. So that was, it. but uh, mechanically, what, what exactly happens within a body, I mean, that was not there. And so I think so that made me to uh, conduct this research, I would say, in collaboration with uh, other investigators. Yeah. So so it's basically a personally somebody introduced to me. I see the benefit Then I want to know what exactly happens. So that, that's the short story there. Yeah. OK, great. And how many yeah. people were involved in your research? And um, was there any other kind of uh, circumstances uh, about that you studied, such as, you know, a vegan diet or sleep schedule, et cetera, that came into play? Yeah, so is, I mean, are you talking about the uh, the people who conducted the research or who people was involved in the research? So uh, why don't you tell us, we can talk a little bit about both, how big the yeah, team yeah. was. So, yeah, yeah, so this is basically, you know, in collaboration with the Indiana University, Harvard University and uh, University of Louisville. And of course, in collaboration with the um, Isha Institute of Inner Science, where we conducted this. So, uh, so they, I mean, so because it's a large scale study, more than like um, of nearly 400 samples were collected from 100 participants. So it's a large scale study. So we had to have a collaborative effort. So most of our collaborators helped us to uh, uh, collect the blood samples from these participants. And then it was shipped to our lab and we did the uh, uh, genomic analysis on them. 
so so uh, it's a collaborative work. And so we earlier we approached the Isha Institute of Inner Science, which is present in Tennessee, to con to ask them to permission to do the study, and then uh, they allowed. And uh, you know most of the participants who were there were uh, uh, um, happy to be involved in the studies, but we had some limitations. So we had like hundred. Uh, approximately 100 uh, participants. We uh, tested in four time points. One is three months before, one is like just before the retreat. And the third time point was after the eight days retreat program. And the other one was like three months. The last time point was three months after the retreat. And then we analyzed the genomic studies. So yeah, so one of the, uh, the biggest, uh, the largest uh, genomic studies in, in, in meditation space, I would say, yeah. Um, can you tell us, can you talk a little bit about um, for how this relates to fighting viruses? Yeah, yeah. So we, uh, we did like uh, four time points, right? So we collected the blood and, and this study is a way unbiased study. So what, have, what we did is like we collect the blood samples from individuals and then we measure the gene expression level of um, uh, all the genes present in, in, in the human genome. So basically you measure the expression level of all the genes and then you see what, what those data says, right? So it's not that you measure a few biomarkers which you know might be regulated uh, due to meditation or any activity and then you, you correlate with that. So this is basically you measure everything possible. Can you speak right? to a little bit about, I think it's gonna be important to understand the expression piece. So what's the importance right. of measuring what is expression of a gene and what are you measuring specifically? Yeah, so, so basically uh, the genes are the, I mean, it's, I mean all the, the DNA is scored with the genes, I mean, different pieces. So humans approximately have uh, like, you know, 20, 25 uh, to 30,000 genes and these genes code for proteins. And so the proteins are the ones which uh, do the function in your body. So for example, if you take a sugar, it's split it into carbohydrates. I um, mean, and, and then you know it uses energy for your, uh, you know, uh, for your body systems. And all these different mechanism is is due to the activity of these proteins, which are uh, encoded in these genes. So every gene in your body has a function, right? And then, um, so what we do is like we if we measure the the levels of these genes. By measuring the levels, then you can say that, okay, if the genes involved in like immune system, if they are high, that means your immune response uh, is really, you know, in a very good state. Uh, if you have uh, genes involved in, the, in any other mechanism, for example, for even for example, they are genes for your, uh, you know, di other digestive process. And you know, those enzymes, if those enzymes are high, then you can say, you know, I mean, it's basically you measure, I mean, if you go to a doctor, you, you go and do a lipid test, right? And based on that, they will say you, how is your liver function, right? So you're in our, the research, what we do, you measure all the genes, the, the expression level of these genes, and then each genes has a function, right? And then you can say, okay, so these genes which are involved in this particular function are increased Hence, your intervention is doing that, right? So you can correlate that. So what we did was like we took the blood samples and we measured all the gene expression changes in one time point. That is example, uh, if I 
before the meditation, I give my blood and people would test all the genes, what's the level, like probably gene A is 10%, gene two is 20%. Then after meditation, again, they take blood from me and then measure the expression of gene A and B. Then say, if it's 10 and 20% again, then say, okay, there's no changes in, in those genes. But if it goes to 100% or 50% or whatever is that, then you say, okay, it's increased or it can go below, it can decrease. So doing this, like, you know, this is like, I'm talking in, in each individual genes, but you can, there's a technology which is called RNA sequencing. You can do like measure the gene expression level of all the genes at once. So in a high throughput way. And so we did that for time point one, time point two, three and four for 106 individuals. And so one, now we have this massive 70 million data point data. And we took this uh, 70 million data points and we did a systematic analysis, bioinformatics computation analysis and try to identify what's happening in them. Yeah. So, so that's where we, I mean, that's kind of, you know, a background of the experimental setup what we had. And, and then I can, uh, if you have any questions on that, we can touch on that. No, I think that was very helpful to give a little bit more context. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and using that data, piece of data, which we got from these uh, meditation practitioners, and we went on to analyze them. And uh, what we found is like, uh, to uh, the question previously asked, like, so what, how is the immune system? I mean, so what we found is strikingly, because this is very important, you don't assume anything before you use them. You want the data to tell what's happening. And when we looked at the data, we found 230 genes specifically involved in the immune system were higher after meditation. And these genes are, we know that all these genes are directly involved in immune response. So when these genes are, are really in, in a good shape and your, your defense mechanism for any virus is, is good, right? And so that's what uh, those genes function. And so we took that and, and one part of those 220 genes, uh, 30 genes also included interferons, proteins. So those are a separate important category of proteins which fight viruses. First, if you get a viral infection right now, your interferon signaling will go really high to eliminate these virus. And that's what we found. I mean, that was one big uh, finding in, in these data, but we also found other functional pathways also were activated, but this was the biggest, uh, um, you know, signal what we saw. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pause there and and and, and I'll continue if I want. Yeah. Yeah. No, know. I think I think that's yeah, great. Yeah. So if I, I hear you right, a lot of what you're seeing is in is overall specific cells. Uh, I should say uh, the genes are producing in a much more efficient way that would produce. Uh, at least the, the thought process is better health outcomes. So better response immunity to what viruses and such, as well as just functioning in general and kind of correlating that with the, with the mediation. Yes, with yes, exactly. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, so yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. I was gonna say, how often does one do you, does one need to meditate in order to achieve these results and to see this type of improvement? Yeah, this is a great question. So what we saw was like, so, you know, we wanted to, uh, look at like, uh, this is, uh, remember, this is just eight days of intense meditation. So this retreat is very intensive. So basically it's like the 10 hours of meditation with vegan diet. And, you know, they have a very strict uh, sleep pattern and they have, uh, you know, same diet and, and same environment 
all these things we know it changes the gene expression and that's why i we conducted this study because it's a short duration eight days but intensive we wanted to see what happens there right and so uh, we saw this dramatic changes and uh, uh, now we are looking into see okay uh, the, i mean this if you do in engineering for 20 minutes so basically the practice the beginners practice what isha foundation offers is called inner engineering that is 20 minutes per day and now we are looking into that so if you do a 20 minutes uh, meditation per day for a very long time point probably for a month i mean do you see the same uh, gene expression changes that's what we are asking next um, but that's ongoing we don't know exactly what happens but based on the you know, you know uh, practitioners uh, feedback uh, I mean, they, you know, it, I, I, if I have to guess, I would say definitely those changes, changes are happening in long term. But uh, just we wanted to make sure like, you know, we get because you can't control this kind of a study, large study for a month. I mean, you know, everybody has other things to do. So that's why we had this eight days. Also, but if you have to do for 30 minutes in, uh, in a longer time point, uh, that'll be very interesting to test, but we have not yet tested that. Yes. So if I heard you right, this intensive meditation was also in conjunction with the sleep uh, sleep structure and, and nutrition, correct? Yes, yes. They all had a vegan diet, right? And and they were also told to be uh, in vegan diet before the of uh, one month of uh, you know the retreat. So so when they came, uh, I mean, with uh, based on the survey data, ninety percent of those participants followed a vegan diet and time point one they were vegan diet time point two three they were all vegan diet and 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 and, and that's what uh, uh the survey data says and and then uh for eight days they were in the same uh, you know environment in tennessee in in the same and and they all went i mean the sleep pattern is very when this retreat is very uh you know controlled retreat and they they for eight days they are in silence they practice, they meditate for 10 hours a day and they sleep at the right time and, you know, they get up at the... I mean, you know, some of the thoughts that came up uh, in yes. relation to that is I hear you saying that prior to even getting to the study, they're all supposed to be on vegan because my, 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 my thought process is how much of the vegan diet itself was part of the positive expression, but you controlled for that beforehand. How about the sleep? Were you able to control for the sleep prior to and how much that was a factor? So... so for time point one and time point two, even before that, they were in vegan diet. So we compared time point one and two. We don't see much gene expression changes, and we showed that in the paper and and, and suggesting that uh, the gene expression changes due to the diet was very minimal, and it was all because of meditation. That's one point. And then based on the sleep pattern, we looked at also the cardiac uh, uh, expression gene expression changes. So when your sleep pattern is disturbed, these genes will also get like, you know, differently expressed. We looked into those specific genes which are involved in sleep activity and we showed they, they, they don't dramatically change between before and after. And so that's how we control for this. And then and we addressed that in the paper in one section. So suggesting that uh, the, um, the immune gene expression changes which are changing in these participants is not because of the sleep the diet uh, and sex, you know, but we had 50% male and female. So we also ruled out all those different confounders. And we should, we proved that it is uh, like 90, 99% is because of, of, of the, the meditation practice itself. Yes. The, the, one, the one you said 10 hours a day, everybody was doing meditation. 
Yeah, so it's a program. Uh, I mean, it's not like you know, there is a uh, they have a like you know different modules. So I would say around ten ten hours for sure. Yes. And how 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 much time are they spent awake during that that twenty four hour period where they're meditating for ten hours? Yeah, I think so. For like you know, I mean, it's a routine, a daily schedule for like what we having, so they get enough good sleep, uh, and and it's it's basically daytime. Uh, I don't, I don't know the exact time, but uh, I mean, roughly, you know, I also was involved in the retreat, not this year, but several years back. So it's, it's not like, you know, crazy schedule. It's just like, you know, you get up in the morning night and you do that. And, and it's, it's most, most of the time it's a guided meditation kind of stuff. So you don't go and fall asleep. And, and then, uh, and then after that, it's, it's 10 hours of, uh, uh, you know, um, yeah, roughly, but, I would say. Because I, I did hear you say that even outside of meditation, everybody is, is still going to be silent, correct? Kind of quiet? Yes, yes, yes. No, no, no for the communication or so, something like that. No, outside world, everything is cut. Yeah. Is that still so, considered? So if you're awake, not in the traditional uh, kind of format you have of that 10 hours approximately of meditation, outside that, though, there is still some level of mindfulness, as I'm gathering, because they're in silence. Do you think that also should be considered under that piece and its impact. Yes, yes. I, I would say, you know, I mean, you can't really tease out what other comforters are affecting, but definitely there should be some uh, influence. But we also show that, I mean, so, uh, so the whole program is like, you know, it's, a, it's designed like that, right, right? And so, but the major impact, we are, we are pretty sure it's because of the intervention per se. But I would definitely say there might be some, um, but very, very negligible effect due to the silence and stuff like that. We can always have a controlled population which is just don't speak and, 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 you know, test that. But we don't, I mean, that's, I mean, to see that dramatic changes in uh, immune system, it's, uh, I would say it's very unlikely. Yeah. I'm with you. I think it's exciting. This is research is going to yeah. go to, it seems clearly towards the path of, you know, what's the right dosage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I'm getting a lot of response and, and, and it's it's good because, you know, people didn't have exact scientific, you know, um, uh, scientific uh, like uh, evidence to show, see, this is what is happening. But everybody knew because, I mean, these techniques are there for like more than several thousand years, I would say. Right. And, and if something is staying that long, that means it's purely because of its efficiency. Right. If we, if it doesn't work, the next population, the next generation wouldn't use it. So if it's there for such a long time, it's worked, and that's why it's there. But uh, but we don't know exactly how it worked. And now you know we are slowly we are trying to tease out, like trying to understand how it works. And now since we have these uh, uh, evidence, and probably people will turn around and appreciate that and try to uh, bring that in their life because it it, it really helps everybody. Yeah, whichever is I mean, mental health and your body, I mean, these two big things, I mean, and this, I mean, for these two, I mean, I would say yoga and meditation has a solution. Right, and just kind of uh, closing the loop on the mental health piece. So what are some suggestions for maybe some folks who uh, haven't, have, don't currently incorporate meditation into their life? Um, obviously, you know, 10 hours a day may not allow you enough time to do your responsibilities as an adult yes, or sure. uh, a, a person. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure that incorporating, you know, a bit of this as you go does still have some positive effects. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, so this was just purely to show research based, like, you know, 
definitely even i mean nobody can do that 10 hours but just this is to show that the immense of effect is happening here but but you also have to see that once they took this eight days or uh, 10 days but the most of the changes also were there after three months so it's basically it has a prolonged effect also right so so once you have this intensity you have this so for people who are coming beginners who has no much experience of meditation there are like several tools which this uh, you know isha institute of inner science also offer which something is called isha kriya which is 15 minutes free online tool anybody can use that and that is also uh, people have uh, our collaborators have done some research and show that the effect of that and there are several tools out there but i you know personally uh, i tested these techniques and that's why i could suggest but i can't vouch for other techniques but there's there should be several techniques but one of the um, profound technique uh, which is uh, isha kriya and people can try that it's 15 minutes and and, and you know uh, if, if that is like free of cost people can do that and if if there's seriously interested folks uh, also can check inner engineering that is 20 minutes uh, per day and it's also offered online uh, people can stay at home and do it and so so i would suggest these two techniques for uh, people who wanted to try something out and, and i was like this before i tried it and if it didn't work i would have moved on but uh, for me it worked well and so everybody has to try and see if, if it will suit them it'll work them it'll work for them yeah yeah, wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of this information. We definitely look forward to your future research and I hope to stay in touch. Okay, thank you. So, right. anyway. And thanks so much to our listeners of The Barrier Breakdown. We hope that you stay safe and healthy out there and we will talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to The Barrier Breakdown, Disrupting Mental Health. Listeners can find all of our episodes on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. For more information and to learn about upcoming continuing education events, check out our website, cbicenterforeducation.com, our Facebook pages, Cognitive Behavior Institute, and CBI Center for Education, as well as our Instagram at Cognitive Behavior Institute, and our Twitter at CBI underscore Pittsburgh. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We hope you'll tune in for another guest next week.